Welcome to this very special four-year anniversary episode. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's been four years already. Today is a special one because I'm going to be answering a few popular questions from listeners and also I'm going to reminisce a little bit since we started this show. So let's get to it. This is Debbie and welcome to another episode of The Offbeat Life where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditched the norm to become location independent. We'll learn how to create sustainable laptop lifestyles from the experts that will help us achieve freedom from our 9 to 5. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Welcome everyone. I'm so happy to be doing this very special four-year celebratory episode with you. This has been an incredible four years since the podcast launch of The Offbeat Life. We launched this show in September 4th, 2017. And oh my goodness, it has definitely felt like a blink of an eye. And there's obviously been so many incredible things that have happened because of this show. And A lot of you have been with me since the beginning, and I'm so grateful for that. And I honestly didn't imagine that this is where I would be four years after my launch and almost a quarter of a million downloads, speaking to hundreds of remote workers and digital nomads, leaving my nine to five and taking the risk to gain more freedom to become more of a location independent entrepreneur. I mean, don't get me wrong, it has been a pretty long road with a lot of mistakes and failures for me along the way, but along those failures, I've gained a ton of lessons. And what I want to do today in order to celebrate this pretty monumental uh, time and episode and really celebrating this with you is... I want to answer some questions that many of my listeners and some of my readers continually ask me, and I did want to make this into a full episode for you because I often email you back, but I want this to uh, really be on my show for you to be able to go back to whenever you want. So, (laughs) um, as you know, if you've listened to some of my Offbeat Journey episode, it has been a pretty hard and long road for me leaving my 9 to 5 and transitioning to remote work and online entrepreneurship, right? Most uh, people give you advice on how to transition to remote work or to leave your nine to five. But I really want to talk to you today about how to deal with the situation that you're in right now, meaning how to deal with 
situations when you are still in your nine to five and how to create a really strong mindset for you to prepare for your transition, right? Because we all get the advice of how to leave what you need to do to get X, Y, and Z, but it's a different thing when you're still in that nine to five situation and you don't know how to deal with maybe the boredom of maybe a toxic environment. And that's really what I, I want to talk about with you today. Also, if you're hearing some buzzing noises or some background noises, my neighbors are doing their lawn. <laughs> I recently um, moved to uh, my family home. So we are definitely in a new environment here, no longer in a... Uh, sky well not a sky rise but a big apartment building we're now in a family home so which is nice but now you can hear a lot more neighbors in the background so just a heads up for that so i really want to talk to you a lot today about understanding what it's like what the journey is like before you even leave that job right and believe me it is a long road uh you know if you followed me in my journey then you know i've started and failed three businesses before i succeeded with my business now and believe me it, it took a long time to get to this point right i had to go through all of these failures for several years while still working in my nine to five so i know what it's like to want something so bad but feel like you're sinking in quicksand when things are not happening fast enough right so today we'll talk about first how to deal with a toxic work environment and what you can do to really make yourself feel more appreciative of that environment even though it is a toxic one right and the next thing that we're going to talk about is learning to appreciate your nine to five before you transition to working remotely okay so first and foremost let's talk about a toxic working environment so let's talk about reality here whether you're in a regular nine to five or a remote job this can happen in either scenario. So just because you leave the desk job doesn't mean it can't happen again. So I just want you to know that because whether you are still in that cubicle or you decide to leave, now you're working remotely, you will still have people who will who you'll be working for unless of course you have started your own business. And of course, of course, even if you have your own business, you still have to deal with clients, right? Um, so it can happen over and over again. It's really what you need to do is understand how you can change your behavior in order for you to minimize the stress that you're feeling in those ter certain types of situation. So in my previous job, I was a therapist for children with autism and I worked a lot in homes and in schools and I had really great co-workers and bosses. So I wasn't really in a toxic working environment with my company, but I was in an environment where I saw some abuses that were happening that I really had to deal with, right? And it was eventually what affected me and it affected me so much that it was really the number one reason why I decided to leave that quote unquote American dream, 
right? I felt really helpless when my hands were tied and I didn't want to be there anymore because I felt like I was just a part of that broken system. So it wasn't even because my company was really bad, I had really bad coworkers. That wasn't the toxic part of it. It was the system itself that I felt that was really toxic and I didn't want to be there anymore and it really um, you know at some points because I was working there for about seven or eight years there were points um, when I was doing that job where I felt really depressed because I felt just so helpless not being able to do everything I can for my babies right So the way I dealt with this was to do everything I could to help my kids, right? I focused specifically on them and I did what was best for them and I thought about their needs and I put them first. So if you're in another situation where maybe this is not um, where you're at, maybe focus on one thing that you can really think of that you can make a difference in or something that's positive in your job that you really enjoy and maybe very much focus on that. And that's really what allowed me to last longer in my day job. Another thing that I did was communicate with my coworkers, with the company and the families, and I made sure that I always had open communication. I find that whenever I was in a toxic situation or environment, whether it was a too demanding boss, this was my previous jobs, a conflict with a coworker or client, really the best way to face it is really, you know, head on and to be able to communicate with that. Now, I do have to say I am not the type of person that loves confrontations. I don't know many people who do. (laughs) But when I'm faced with something that I know is not just it I know it's not right I will speak up and I know a lot of you are like that too but if you're not if you're really afraid you have to get the courage to do it otherwise you have to be okay with staying where you are and just taking that abuse that conflict whatever it is but I know a lot of you when push comes to shove you will do what's best right or at least I hope so. So if this is you, I encourage you to communicate in a healthy way. Maybe ask for a meeting with that coworker and somebody who can mediate. Uh, write down everything that you are feeling so you don't forget what you want to talk about during the meetup. Talk about the issues in a factual way, right? And share the problems that you're facing and ask how you can work together to solve it, okay? I know this can be extremely hard, but if you want any chance at all of making your environment better before you leave, then it has to be done. Now, I do also want to emphasize that you are creating this meeting to create a neutral and peaceful way to solve the issues um, and not being overly emotional about it and um, you know if you're overly emotional or confrontational you don't want any shouting matches because that's not going to help you want to ease or resolve the issue the situation not to make it worse right so even if you are going to leave you never want to leave in bad terms because you don't know 
if you're going to encounter these people again, um, you know, heaven forbid you have to go back or want to go back. You don't want to have that bad blood when you leave. And honestly, you just don't want that. You know, I'm sure you're going to lose some sleep over it. Like, I mean, I do. I just don't like that type of situation. That's why I like to resolve issues. So be patient be open to other ideas and listen to the other person's side as well. I know that can be really hard to do, especially in, you know, when you feel like it's unfair or unjust, but you also have to put yourself in that other person's um, situation too. I know that's really hard. (laughs) I know I'm saying that, but it's also hard for me to do that often. That's why it's really great to write things down so that you can really express yourself in a way that is healthy and you could you don't forget things uh forget points that you wanted to talk about um now if you do this and nothing changes then make sure you're putting all of your ducks in a row meaning doing everything you need to do to be able to leave your job and start working remotely Now, I want you, instead of being really frustrated about this, you know, you saying, listen, I did everything I could. I tried to communicate. They're still the same person. If anything, they actually became worse. So if that actually happens, what I want you to do is I want you to make this and let this become that light under your, you know, your ass. Like, let this be your fire. Let this be your motivation that will allow you to finally be pushed to to go 110% to being committed to change, to leave, to do something that will allow you to live the life that you want. And there's always something you can take away from the meeting, even if it didn't go exactly how you wanted it to, right? You know that you tried your best and you know that you did everything you could to make the situation better. You tried to talk to them. So there's no regrets here on your part because you did everything that you could. Your conscience is clear. When you leave, you know you did everything that you can and whoever your mediator is, whether it's your boss or another coworker, they know that you did your best as well. Now, another question that I get asked the most is dealing with a day job that doesn't really have anything wrong with it except for the fact that you know it's not something that you're meant to do right? Maybe you're getting bored, you're not being challenged, you're restless, and you just want to be out of that job ASAP, but you don't have anywhere else to go yet. Maybe you didn't plan it out yet. Maybe you just don't have the courage. You're still hesitating because you're comfortable there. You're like, well, I don't know if I want to take the risk. I know what's here. I know I'm bored, but at least it's not bad. I don't have bad coworkers. I don't have bad clients. I don't have bad uh, boss. Uh, but I know it's really not something for me, but then I'm really scared to leave because what if I leave and I don't get back my job? Um, so I was in that situation as well. I was in that situation with my last job because like I mentioned before, there's really nothing wrong with that except for the system. And that was really what motivated, motivated me to leave. But for a very long time, and that's why I stayed there for so long is because there was really nothing wrong with it. It was the American dream. I made my own hours. I made a lot of job. I made a lot of money. My coworkers were great. My bosses were incredible. They were super supportive. <clears throat> so 
in order for me to keep going um, and really do this job, right, even though I was completely bored, I had to learn how to have a sense of gratitude, right? So that's my best advice to you, is to have the gratitude that you have that job, right? Gratitude that you're able to support yourself with this work. Gratitude that you're able to have a healthy body and mind and, you know, to be able to do it. Right. So if you're there, you're, if you're at your job, you're ready to leave. But then you're like, OK, I have to stay here for a few more months because I need to save up more money. But then you're not motivated at all because your mind is completely somewhere else. And having that gratitude is really going to allow you to be able to stay there until you finally leave and not half-ass things and that was one of the things that also bothered me is that I'm the type of person that I want to do my best in everything even if it's a job that I'm bored at and don't want to be in anymore I don't want to be seen as somebody who's a slacker right so that's one thing that you can really do that will allow you to keep working hard even though you're bored You can also take a look at the different aspects of the job, again, that you enjoy. Is it a certain task that you love, your coworkers, what it can afford you, and so forth? So maybe write these things down every day and let it put a smile on your face and really let it be your motivation for staying there before you can leave your day job to start working remotely or starting your online business. So let it be stronger in your mind, all of the gratitude that you're feeling than the negativity that you're hearing from your brain because your mind is going to play all these tricks, right? So another suggestion that I have is to also start working on the projects that you really want to do when you're in the middle of all of this, whether you're in a toxic working environment or you're just feeling uninspired because you're pretty much checked out of that job, right? The great thing and sometimes the bad thing about having a day job is there is less pressure for you So, I mean, you know, to really do other things because you're mainly focused on this, you're getting money from this. Uh, So you can take your time to figure out what it is that you really want to do. But I do want to remind you not to let this make you complacent, right? Allow it to give you the opportunity to pursue your dreams while you're able to support yourself. So that means that you can try out all of these different things, your different interests while you're still at your J job. And it's going to really allow you to pinpoint what it is that you want to do before you leave your day job. You can even start this other thing that you really want to do as a side hustle. See if it can actually make you money. Work really, really hard on it. Again, don't half-ass it. Put your all into it. And then once you feel comfortable enough, and again, don't wait for years and years and years, <laughs> um, then you can feel all that confidence in you and then you can leave to pursue this full time, right? So whether you're looking for a remote job or you want to start your own business, be grateful for all the opportunities that you are getting and 
start working on that project ASAP, right? This is going to allow you to feel like you are accomplishing something while you're working towards your eventual goal to leave that nine to five. So when you combine both gratitude and preparation for your goals and future, it's going to allow you to move forward and to reach your goal. So I hope this helped you get a bit of perspective of how to appreciate and, uh, you know, the job that you have now and to work through your nine to five to eventually get you to your real passion. I know how hard it can be. I've been in those same shoes. That's why I wanted to dedicate this four-year anniversary episode to those of you who are still in the grind and really struggling to find your purpose, right? And if you're thinking, well, it's easy for you to say you found it. I have, I have. Like, this is really what I wanted to do with my life. But again, I failed three businesses. I've tried so many things in my life. And all of those things led me here. It allowed me to actually negate things that I didn't want to do, right? I tried so many different things that I knew exactly what I didn't want. And it got me closer to where I needed to be. So embrace all the failures that you have. It's so annoying to me when people don't want to fail that is your biggest learning lesson everyone if you are not willing to fail then you're not willing to succeed that is the biggest lesson you will have in your life and whenever you fail don't look at it in a negative way look at it and say to yourself what did I learn from this what am I going to do different so the next time I try something new, this does not happen again or I fail up, right? I fail better. It's going to get you closer to where you need to be. I say fail as much as you can and learn from every single failure. Don't waste that failure. Every single one that you have, look at it, write down everything that you learned from it and then it's going to get you to a better position in the long run right so again just know that you'll get there as long as you work hard fail often in order to learn as much as you can and again practice gratitude along the way I've also been a victim of not practicing gratitude and just seeing the negativity when things have not gone my way but Really, you can't change things. You can't make things happen faster, right? And it it takes a little bit of time sometimes. Nothing is ever overnight. You know, there's nothing really overnight. It's, it's all years and a lot of work before you get to the point where you want to be. And once you get to that point, then you, you actually want to work on something else. So it's a constant grind. It's a constant um, world of learning. And if you are up for it, then there's always something that will allow you to become a better person from it. All right. So again, I wanted to thank you so much for being here with me and for sharing four years, right? And for seeing how my show has grown how I have grown as a person and a lot of you have grown with me I I've seen your messages you know telling me that hearing stories 
from all of the people that I have interviewed really inspired you to leave your nine to five or to pursue something different with yourself because you know that you can do it, right? There's really nothing different about us. It's it's just that we took the risk and so can you. You can definitely do this, whether it's to start working remotely, start your own online business, whatever it is that you want to pursue. It, it's just a matter of your mindset and knowing that, you know, there's going to be a lot of failures that you're going to learn from and you're okay with that and just having that mindset to to not give up. All right. So thank you for allowing me to share my story with you and my guest stories with you. I'm really looking forward to the next four years. I can't wait to see where it leads us. I am. I mean, there's been so many changes with me. You know, when I first started this, I was still at my day job when I was actually um, when I launched this podcast and then a few months, you know, uh, I believe it was like six or eight months. I left my day job and pursued this. I was, oh man, I was scared as hell, but I did it. I'm still here. It hasn't been an easy road. I'm still not where I need to be, but I'm just so grateful to have this opportunity to have you here with me by my side and to see all of you grow with me as well. So I also wanted to say this is really exciting for me to celebrate. I've decided to design a few digital bundles for you so you can track your progress to become a remote worker or an online entrepreneur like I did. So we have created work from home templates, resume templates, land a client list and so much more so you can use those as digital bundles you can use them online or you can also print them out they could also become printables right so if you're interested in this you can visit the offbeatlife.com slash resources to grab the bundles for our special four-year anniversary prize so we're gonna have them up soon and I am so excited to be able to give you all of these templates, these bundles. We're going to keep adding to them. So make sure you keep tracking them um, all the time because there's going to be more opportunities for you to get new templates, new products. Again, you can visit theoffbeatlife.com slash resources to grab the remote life bundle all right friends that's it for now if you have any other questions for me that you want me to answer here to create an episode for it i am all for it and yeah feel free to email me at hello at the offbeatlife.com and who knows maybe i'll answer your questions in the next episode i will talk to you later I hope you enjoyed this special four-year celebratory episode with me. If you are interested in purchasing the remote work bundle, you can visit theoffbeatlife.com slash resources. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com slash resources.